Porky City, Porky City. Or also known as. I love right. hearing that song after a game, after a win, after a win, after hey. an angst-free, low blood pressure win. Hey. We'll have to, yeah, it was nice to have a, have something where people could just sit back and relax and enjoy the game or maybe go to bed early if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Time for an Oilers Extra brought to you by 180 Kitchens. Let their amazing team turn your space around. Find out more at 180 Kitchens. Dot com. Had a little bit of everything. Scoring from everything. Yep. Scoring off a person's face. Everything was you there. It. There's no doubt. It's It's been a really entertaining series so far. Last yep. night, the swing game at Rogers Place, and it swung the order's direction. You can hardly ask for more drama than we've had in the first four games of this best of seven. A rematch between last year's postseason series between the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. Philip Deneau against Ryan Nugent Hopkins and we are underway with game five at Rogers Place. Here's Kane. Shot. Score. Here's McDavid. Centering. What timer? Score. Well, I thought we got out of the gate quick and uh, asserted the way we wanted the game to be played. They punched back. They're a good team. And, um, you know, we stuck with it. Here's Fogel to McLeod. Backdoor tap in. What a finish. Brett Kulak activating and burying it from the left circle. 3-1 Edmonton. I didn't have a lane in the net, so I just I put one low for the forwards to go to work. And they, they made a couple of nice little passing plays. And then... Um, Opened up and I just I crept down the back door and, and McLeod made a really nice pass to me. Dish off to CeCe, a shot, deflected, score! Nick Bukestad, 4-2, Edmonton, he finally breaks through! A lot of guys contributed tonight and have been in the last few games, so, um, you know, if we can continue to do that, like I said, we give ourselves a good chance, good goaltending, and, um, you know, systematically, I feel like we're all buying in, so that, that's important. And that's something that is underrated about the Edmonton Oilers is uh, how physical our team is, how we play whistle to whistle, uh, but we're prepared to invest and, and finish our checks. Well, when you make a hit, with these these fans, they're they're going nuts. That's that's pretty fun. But uh, yeah, you got to be physical. You know, I mean, a lot of games against these guys. One timer, boot turn, deflected home. Five, two. Leon Drysaddle exalts Zach Hyman. That one might have gone off him. Got him in the face. Off the face and in. Luckily, Bush didn't get all of it, but I mean, if you got all of it, probably wouldn't have gone where it got, went. So, got a bunch off of different parts of the body. I think that's the first one off the face, though. Here comes Edmonton pouring out of its own end, left to right. Bukestad, a backhander, and that's in the net. Copley tried to spear it and whiffed on it. score Edmonton 6, LA 3. This best of seven Stanley Cup playoff series now reads three games to two in favor of the Edmonton Oilers. It was a fun one. Fans are buzzing here. It's hard not to get distracted right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, was, we, we got to bring that same mentality to uh, LA here in a few days. Uh, that was Nick Bukestad. Before that, we heard from Kulak and Woodcroft along with Jack as well. From last night's game, five wins, six, three. The Oilers win, lead the series three games to two. Uh, Bukestad at the end there talked about the next game and what they got to bring to the next game. Well, the next game, they got a while to get it ready because it's not till Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Staples Center is booked 
uh, tomorrow night and Friday night for NBA playoff basketball mm-hmm. games for the Clippers and the Lakers. So that's why they had to push basketball. it to Saturday. And mm. we'll find out, I would guess, if not today, they, if they announce something, they'll announce something tomorrow uh, about the the time of that game. It might be an either-or, depending on what the Leafs do tomorrow night mm-hmm. in their game. If they win and eliminate uh, Tampa Bay, then it might be a 6 o'clock game, which would be nice. It'd be really nice. It'd be nice to have mm. a bit of an earlier game, right? Yeah. So. It's always dangerous to have, you know, counting your chickens before the hash, but let, let, let's hope that the Oilers can wrap it up in six games in L.A. Number one, getting some rest in the playoffs mm-hmm. There's never going to be a bad thing, yep. right? Everybody's, you know, beat yep. up a little bit. Yep. If you can shut it down in six, then maybe you get a longer delay. It's it's a, bo- it's a war of attrition. If you mm-hmm. look back over the history, the Stanley Cup champion usually has one series where they win in four or five games mm-hmm. and get themselves, you know, uh, a week's rest or something like that, yeah. right? Where they're where they're able to, you know, just recharge and rejuvenate. Uh, it feels like it's going to be like that over the next three days, right? But uh, so they're going to take the day off today, I believe. Uh, they'll uh, practice and then they'll travel on Friday, and the game will go on Saturday. Travel on Friday. Okay, yeah, yeah I was yeah, wondering when yeah. they might head, uh, yeah. head back there. Okay. Yeah, war of attrition. Try and stay healthy. So, uh, one of two things are possible. <laughs> Sounds Either like they... a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Come on, let's just try and stay healthy here as best we can. Uh, so, one of two possibilities. It either ends in Los Angeles or we have a Game 7 back in Edmonton. Which would be but Monday. ends in Los Angeles, we're going to have another game back in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Either way, we'll have games back in Edmonton. So, those outdoor fan parks will be... And hopefully, we'll get to give away more tickets to the games as we move forward. We're going to talk to one of our people who was given away tickets... Surely he had to be the most popular person in all of Fan Park, right? We'll chat with Terry coming up next. Listening through the week, you know we've been giving away uh, Oilers tickets, and oftentimes we have another pair to give away in the Fan Zone or down at uh, Ice Plaza, Ice District Plaza, excuse me, and our street teams. (laughs) Street team members are the ones who've been right out there in the midst of it all, soaking it all up. We're wondering if they were just having good conversations or if they were getting stalked by Oilers fans (laughs) wanted inside that arena. So we thought, why not check in with Terry Eggleston, who's uh, part of our street team, joining us this morning. How are you doing, Terry? Oh, just another day in paradise. How are you guys? Oh, well, don't sound so thrilled. Yeah, take 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 the edge <laughs> off a little bit, buddy. Come on. It's 7.40. We could have had this conversation at 6.05, so let's just look That's on the bright side. To be fair. Huh? To be fair. That's, oh, yeah. How was it last night? How was, how was the environment? Where all were you last night for the it, game? It was unbelievable. We're right in the middle of the fan park, so we get to have the best expel, uh, the best seat in the house from the, the aspect that we're literally in the middle of the pool of fans watching the game on that giant screen. And you know what? I, I always see the, the the shot on the broadcast of the Ice District Plaza. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a ton mm-hmm. of video coming out of the fan park. How has that been? Has it been full? Is it people still getting used to it? It started off a little slow because it's new. Everybody wants that, you know, everybody remembers the ice district plaza from last year uh, and how they built it up. And this year we started with the new uh, fan park on the other side and it's, it's slowly grown over uh, game two. And then now that we come back home after a huge win in Los Angeles, Last night was just unbelievable. It was packed all the way back to the bleachers. Wow, because you know what? Uh, at 6 o'clock when I was watching Global, again, the gates had just opened, so it was still pretty quiet. And I was like, oh, gosh, I hope this picks up. But it's great to hear that it is picking up. Great vibe in there, Terry. Everyone just having a lot of fun? Very, very much so. They have uh, a great act with the Bark Hells uh, that mm-hmm. perform there, and then they have a fantastic DJ that plays 
uh, in between the periods, keeps the hype going, and uh, I, as if I might say so, a phenomenal hype man that sticks out his neck up there, no matter what weather is happening in the in the fan park. If I may say so, is that you? Is that, <laughs> it's not me. I, 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 maybe next year it might be me. Oh. <laughs> so we were we were wondering yesterday uh, because you're giving away tickets and you put it out on social media as well, letting people know that you're giving away tickets to get into. Rogers uh, place for that game I was we were trying to figure out Jalen and I whether you were just having conversations or whether people were stalking you so do tell us how this process worked out and who you gave them to yesterday well any fan that comes down to the fan park from the second that you enter we are looking for you <laughs> we look for fans that have the energy that are wearing uh, something that is just completely out of the blue something that goes above and beyond uh, we have conversations with all, uh, a lot of the guests that come in, and then uh, when it gets close to game time, that's when we make our big decision, uh, and then we'll fire up the camera, run through the fan park, and go grab them, tell them to let them know that they're heading in uh, for the uh, ultimate fan experience, being inside Rogers Place for the game. And their reaction off the charts? The uh, Every single one of them has been unbelievable. Uh, the uh, Game 2 one really sticks out to me because the guy started bouncing pretty much all around the park and then grabbed his partner and started throwing her up in the air. And, oh, it was fantastic. Good Don't time. drop the lady. Yeah, Don't drop the lady. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Well, hopefully, and you know, you'll be able to do it again. We will have, at the very least, a game seven back here. Hopefully mm-hmm. not, ideally. And we'll get to do this all again in round two. It should be a blast. The weather keeps getting warmer. The party outside will keep getting better. So uh, that's awesome. Terry, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, and take it easy. Terry Eggleston is a member of our 630 Ched Street team, been down at uh, the Oilers fan zone. Uh, and, and Terry's tons of fun. I mean, he was down there all, all last season uh, with me. So he gets to meet everybody, talk to everybody, and be really cool and give away tickets to the game. Every, he, he's like the, the favorite person down there. It's, just, yeah, it's the giver. He's a giver. He is a giver. Isn't he? Hey, uh, we want to be givers as well in, in uh, combination with the Canadian Ice House, which is now open. Open in Edmonton's Ice District. Visit the CanadianIceHouse.com because it's Mystery Player of the Game Time. Do you know who it was? Announced by Reed in the Faceoff Show last night. Call us 780-496-0063 if you know who the Mystery Player of the Game was. We'll let you know who the winner is in just a few moments. Probably right around sports, don't you think, Jay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs>